Hello and welcome to Tip of the Tongue, episode two. I'm James Fisher, and this is my co-host, Ryan Farrell. Hello, everyone. Ryan uh, does not know what the word of the day is. I have no clue. So he is going through this process just like you. Um, Okay, let's jump right into it. Episode two. Step one, let's relax. Uh, I'm going to take Ryan to his happy place. You ready? He's taking a breath. He's just taking a moment to relax. So you need to be in the right state of mind to really absorb something. Be present. So Ryan, I want you to visualize coming down. The house is quiet. It's just you that's awake. You make yourself a cup of coffee. And now really imagine that first sip of coffee in the morning. All right, so I'm coming down the stairs. I walk into my kitchen. Nobody is up. I go to make the coffee. The Nespresso machine is working. There seems to be some extra whiskey in the cup, so I feel really good about that, and no one caught me. My wife doesn't know that I'm drinking in the morning, just out of a deep, deep sense of lack of self-worth. And I'm in my happy place. Okay, I'm there. Excellent. And your word today is vituperative. I'm sorry, could you say that again? Vituperative. Okay. Am I saying it okay? Vituperative. I think I think you're saying it very well. I think honestly, it's just I'm a bit. Uh, I'm impressed that there is a word that big. This is, this is very intimidating. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what's your first? Okay, let me tell you what it means. Um, vituperative. Okay. Vituperative means bitter and abusive. Oh. Okay. It fits, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, could, I could see how it gets there. Like, I could say, like, you know, I could imagine someone being like, stop being so vituperative yeah. if they were, you know, abusing me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I, I think I could see that. Um, I'll be honest, when you first said the word, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, tulip, which I think has nothing to do with being bitter or abusive, but, but I think hearing vituperative, the tube part made me think of tulips, and I was imagining like this field of tulips in Holland or something, and just kind of thinking uh, that would stick in my head whenever I would, I would hear this word. Well, this is good. I mean, sort of hold on, to, put a pin in that, because okay. when, uh, when you make sort of a strong association with it, maybe you can work that in. Okay. So the where I heard it, so step three, usage, uh, I was reading a passage in a, a book, in a political book by a guy called John Sopel, and he was covering Trump's America. Can you see where this is going? I I am very eager to see where it's going. Uh, He describes the 2017 election as a hate-filled vituperative election. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oxford Dictionary has the usage uh, of vituperative outburst. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, um, step four, associations. Yeah. So when I first heard it, I thought of like a, a viper. Oh. So a viper coming up. I like sort that. Of like spitting, you know, they can be a bit abusive. Right. You know, quite sharp. And I've also now, uh, because of John Sopel's, uh, what he wrote, I, I can imagine Trump, he's all puffed up, he's swollen, and he's on like a rent. So I kind of associate vituperative with, with Trump now. I like that. I also feel like now whenever I see Trump, I'm going to imagine him as a viper spitting. The other thing... Maybe with a tulip in his That's uh, what, ear? well, yeah. I didn't want to say it, but yes. And I, and I think also the thing that, uh, the association I just had from you saying that right now, uh, whether it's helpful or not is it would make sense that a viper's uh, poison would be bitter. Because it would be funny if, like, for some reason you had the poison and it tasted really good and sweet yeah. or something like that. Like, I feel like that would be 
that would be wrong. And so I feel like now I have a very uh, strong association with not just a viper and vituperative, but also how bitter the poison would actually taste if for some reason I was forced to eat viper poison. And I know that really this probably isn't uh, anything to do with the word anymore, but I can feel how the associations have really sort of like kind of ingrained the word in my head now. Uh, like I can, I can see the viper, the poison, the tulips. I can feel it kind of uh, settling in my brain. That's great. Great association. I think I'm going to remember it <laughs> as well. <laughs> when you sit there. So it comes from, so let's uh, go to step five here, the etymology. Uh, it comes from the Latin, uh, try and get this right, vituperitonium. Vituperationium. It sounds like something... Blame censuring. Vitium, fault or defect. Parare, provide. So, yeah, that's where it comes from. It doesn't... I th maybe it feels like it's changed meaning a bit. But uh, it definitely has a, a root in blame. A little bit obscure, but there you go. Uh, okay, step six. Rinse and repeat, please. I'm sure if you're driving out there, if you're deciding to do your podcast on your daily commute in the car, you're going to have plenty of opportunities for vituperative rants. So you'll have no problem laying this memory down. Uh, and also... Just go on Twitter for a few moments. Uh, plenty of vituperative feelings out on social media. Uh, and apart from that, I do hope you have a pleasant and unvituperative day.